mother is dying. In the poem, Oxygen, Mary Oliver writes, everything needs it. Bone, muscle, and even while it calls the earth its home, the soul. And so the merciful noisy machine stands in our house, working away in its lung-like voice, and you are breathing. Patiently. It is a beautiful sound. It is your life. My mother is dying because she cannot breathe and so the machine breathes with her. My sister tends to her like a fire, a fire that we cannot yet let burn out. Today we celebrate All Saints Sunday, the day in which the souls of the saints known and unnamed are remembered with honour and love. The Pope Boniface IV established All Saints Day in the year of our Lord, 609 AD, but traces of it have been found as far back as 373 AD. All Saints is closely linked to All Souls, which is also known as the Day of the Dead. It's long been thought to be a holy day in which the walls between this world and the next grow thinner and the souls of the dead dance towards us like multitudes, dance towards us like swirling leaves. And both days, saints and souls are thought to be the days which open the door. The door, you know, the door, the door between this world and the next, the door inside us, behind which we hide our pain and our questions and our longing and our love and our rage and our shame. So All Souls, All Saints, is a door opening day, a day in which we remember and in which we say, say again and again and again and again, good, goodbye. Today we were given the reading from Revelation in which ultimately there is healing and ultimately there is no more scorching sun or great ordeal and ultimately God will wipe away every tear from our eye. But we all know that when you are in the middle of deep grief, ultimately just, well, it doesn't really cut it. There is only the here and the now of frozen-eyed, clay-legged, dry-mouthed horror. There is only the past that can never be had again, and there is only the future, which is now without the one that we love, and ultimately can seem like a bloody long way away. But still... We look to these stories and we look to our tradition to find a wisdom that can speak to our pain. And we look to each other as community to not turn away from the truth about grief, which is that it hurts like hell and that it stretches on forever and that in it we can feel utterly alone. As a state, the state of Victoria, we are now engaged in a debate about the introduction of euthanasia laws. If the proposed new laws for euthanasia had been in place over a year ago, my mother would have been eligible to sign. And now she would be eligible to enact this act, this final act, eligible from the early 15th century, fit or proper to be chosen from the Latin allegere, choose. So who would have done the choosing? We? The adult children hushed in a corridor outside the room. Would it have been us who would have done the choosing? Or should it have been done as a family, you know, included the children? These children, I mean. Can you see them? Five little 
faces, these ones all huddled around the bed, drawings in hands, stories on tongue. Listen, Grandma, Grandma, listen, Brown Owl, Brown Owl, listen, Grandma, look, see, see me. I mean, maybe we should have just asked Mum. I mean, is it, is it time? Are you ready? Is it all just too hard? Too hard for who? I mean, look at your eldest daughter. Look at her, her career on hold. Look at the effect on the family. Think of the children and the commode in your room. I mean, nobody wants to be reduced to this. The humiliation. Humiliation from humus of the earth, ashes to ashes and dust to dust. And so we could have decided together, but the law has not yet been passed. The pressure of the world shouting its bad advice is not yet ringing all around us. We do not have to decide. And we who have so much, I mean, so much love, a warm house, enough money to not panic, not panic at the wolf appearing at the door. Even we, we happy few, we could perhaps maybe have cracked. So let's think for a moment about the choice for the old man alone in the caravan or the unloved middle-aged cancer sufferer or the teenage son who can't go to school because he's caring for dad and dad knows that by being eligible he can end all this just that little bit faster. Am I being too emotional for you? Just recently in my work as a minister I sat with a friend as she died died slowly over many weeks. She did not go quiet into that dark night, but went fiercely with eyes open, blazing into the light. This friend had worked as a parliamentarian and was instrumental in getting the Palliative Care Act through Parliament. Palliative care. Care which intends neither to hasten nor postpone death. And now this care was ministered to her. And it was still bloody hard. And there was still the pain and there was still the aching and the waiting and the rise and the fall of breath. A beautiful sound. Voices on both sides rise and fall. Statistics are read out. Slippery slopes are warned of. Horror stories of agony recounted. And I wonder, what would we have told those five small faces gathered around the bed? She died in her sleep, we would say. And why would we lie? Well, perhaps because the truth would open up a knowledge that love has limits in this world, that some things are too hard and that life is only about action. It's not about presence, perhaps. But listen, she is still breathing. A beautiful sound. No one here will be eligible today. The promise of the prophet and the mystical writer in Revelation is a promise we all want. No more pain, no more ordeal, the blood and the urine and the weeping sores all finally washed clean. No more humiliation, humus of the earth, ashes to ashes and dust to dust. And ultimately, this is what we will all get. This is the promise of our faith. But rushing into it, 
to have control, to protect our loved ones, to avoid suffering rather than the good death, the one with eyes open, with palliative care and those who love us if we have such love in our lives. And not everybody does. Well, this is the question that lies before us as people of faith. This is the question that lies before us as people of this state of Victoria. This is the question which lies before us today. lives and not everybody does well this this is the question before us as a state this is the question before us on this day <laughs> 